we give you honor. For you are God and God alone. Father, we thank you for freedom this morning. We thank you for liberty this morning. We thank you for grace this morning. Monterostai. God, you're in our corner. You said, ah, if, if, if we are for you, nothing can be against you. Nothing can be against you and nothing can be against us. If God is before me, what can be? Come on, I wish somebody can start confessing that over their life. If God is before me, who can, hey, daddy, who can be against me? And you got to know that you know that you know that nothing can stand against you because God is in me. The hope of glory is in me. Jesus. I let no one steal my confession. So, Father, we thank you. We honor you, God. We glorify your name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We thank you for your blood, God. We thank you for the blood that was shed for our sins. Thank you for mercy, God, that follows us day by day. Thank you, Lord, that we can be in liberty, not because of who we are, what we've done, but because of what you've already accomplished. Let every mind be in you this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord, speak. If you don't speak, I have nothing to say. If you don't move, I have nothing to do. We put our dependence totally in you. In Jesus' mighty name. And if you love him, can you say amen? Hallelujah. I want to welcome you this morning. If you have your Bibles, I want you to go to Romans 2. We're going to read verse 25 through 29. I want to welcome everyone online. Uh, we thank God for you. Hallelujah. How many of you know that God is good? Thank you, Jesus. I, I, I'm going to talk a little bit more about spiritual distinctions. And I want to talk about retaining the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, God. If you want to give me the mouse, I can definitely uh, scroll up and down. How many of you know the beauty of being in the house of God? How many of you know that we gather because of him? We don't gather for him. We gather because of him. Well, two or three are gathered in his name. He is in the midst. But we, he's not in the midst because you gather. He's been in the midst. He, you come together because he was already there. <laughs> so God is before you. It's good to see you, sis. And, and you, you have to understand that we are here gathered as a family. Thank you, man of God. Because he's in our midst. Amen. S spiritual distinctions. I want to deal. 
you know, it, it, today is it's so hard to move on from anything else because of all the things that are going on. And, and it's causing men of God to have to, and God is giving us the grace to have to set up perimeters and set up uh, bases and governing bases on how to navigate through these times. How many of you know there are certain times and certain seasons that you have to keep the right perspective? That, that if you don't have the right and know how to navigate through a certain discernment, you can be led astray or led away with some other doctrine that you didn't start with. And you have to understand that God is trying to make sure that you stay in the confinement of the doctrine of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, it's interesting. Paul said, I wish to know nothing else among you but him crucified. I, I don't know about you, but that's a strong statement to me. I wish to know nothing else among you but him crucified, which means there is nothing else to know. What is what else is there to know? Everything that you know is because of the grace of God and the grace of God is because of the crucifixion. And the resurrection of him. Are you all hear what I'm saying? So I, I, I want to go a little bit in depth and help us to understand and even how to cultivate discernment. And why discernment is not cultivated correctly. Why individuals can't hear? Why individuals can't see? Why is it that we are so uh, diverted in, in, in understanding when we're supposed to have one language in one body and one mind and one spirit? Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Romans 2, 25 through 29. For circumcision is indeed profitable if you keep the law. But if you are a breaker of the law, you your circumcision has become uncircumcision. Therefore, if an uncircumcised man keeps the righteous requirement of the law, will not his uncircumcision be counted as circumcision? And will not the physical uncircumcised, if he fulfills the law, judge you who even with your written code? And, circum, uh, and circumcision or a transgressor of the law. For he is not a Jew who is one outwardly, nor is circumcision that which is outward in the flesh. But he is a Jew who is one inwardly. And circumcision is that of the heart. Circumcision is that of the what? Circumcision is that of the what? heart in the spirit not in the letter in the spirit not in the letter whose praise is not from men but from God can you hear me this morning but he is a Jew who is one inwardly and not of the letter, whose praise is not from men, but from God. How many of you know I want praise from God? Not, not, not merely men. 
Now, I want you to understand because we have to realize. Thank you, Nanzo. You can hit the music. I want you to understand that if you're trying to be circumcised by your naturality, by your outward appearance, by what you do on the outside, you will always miss God. If you're trying to fix men to be circumcised on the outside, you will always miss God. I'm going to say that again. Even if you're trying to fix men to be circumcised according to the law. For the outside. You are you can miss God. Are you hear what I'm saying? He is saying circumcision is from of the heart. Somebody say the heart. Now we're having a problem. We're having a problem. How many of you know pain is real? How many of you know pain is real? What's interesting is the body have not concluded that there are certain areas of God that you cannot reach and perceive without a pure heart. The Bible says the pure in heart shall see. The Lord, which means there are certain areas. You can turn me down just a little bit because I'm loud already. There are certain things, thank you, of God that you will never see without the circumcision of your heart. Now, I want you to hear me because the problem we're having is you've been preached over your heart. I'm going to say that again. The problem we're having is year after year after year, you've been preached over the heart issue. Not knowing that you will never confine, you will never grab, nor have the framework and the understanding with all that getting get what? Under, you cannot understand where your heart has not been circumcised. So I can preach to you good messages and you won't get it. You will be touched, but not changed. You will be excited, but can't hold it. Because if your heart has not been institutionalized by the word of God and instructed by the word of God in an encounter, encounter gives you the revelation to stay in overcoming. Somebody say encounter. But encounter comes when heart is open to receive. I'm going to say a lot in a little bit, so y'all going to have to catch quickly. Encounter happens where the heart is open. How many of you know that you can believe in Christ, but you don't know you, you but but you, you there's places that you haven't opened your heart. So even this is why this is why, Pastor, you know, I see a lot of things a lot differently, you know, because I realize people always want good messages and new stuff and deep stuff. And I'm like, ah, I know you can't hold it because if I can perceive where your heart is. If we can't start with your heart, you're actually talking over their heads. I hope y'all hearing me this morning. If you can't perceive the heart of a person, you can actually talk over their heads because what you're trying to help them understand in fifth grade, they haven't started in kindergarten. 
but you've been stoned by the language of fifth grade, not knowing that the heart position is still in kindergarten. Now, this is not something that I'm, I'm saying as a negativity against anyone. But what I'm trying to tell you is that people have not discerned the issue of the heart. That's why when things happen, we go into attack mode. The church is all over the place because nobody's addressing the real problem. So we can throw scriptures around. Why? Because we don't have a reverence nor an understanding to the first principles of the heart. Are y'all getting me? So I want you to understand there are certain areas in God you will never reach if your heart has, is not open. Because a hard heart cannot receive. It'll have language. It'll have pretext. It'll have dancing. It can have shouting. It can even pray in the hard heart. Come on, I'm going to open it up for you. Because the problem why, see, I don't know about you. I'm, I'm a wonder world. I'm, I'm like this. How can people be in church for years and still be at a baby stage? And I'm not just putting it on people because we got to understand. Okay, so now we got to look at what are the what are we teaching them? What are we feeding people where they are still responding out of bait? What Paul and Peter calls baby stages. He said, you still arguing. Are you not acting like mere human? Are you still a baby in Christ? Are you all getting what I'm saying? So even if I come with some high level language and help you understand uh, the highest level of wisdom and all these things, he said, if you still didn't understand love, you're going to miss it. Tell your neighbor, say, slow down sometime. Yeah, so, sometimes you, you, you don't have to get so deep to people as you might think you have to. You, sometimes you, you're looking to be uh, 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 um, um, wise and let them know that you know what you're talking about. Let me tell you something. You don't have to do all of that. The reality of it is if you learn how to walk in the person of God, the revelation of God will come by default. But the problem is we are not even entering into the person and I'm talking about walking with him and speaking as the oracle that he called you to be because we don't have the relational context that we need to have. So you're trying to win with words where he said you're only going to win with the content. Uh, I'm going to say that again. You're trying to win someone with the words that he says you're only going to win by the content of the spirit that you are accessing. But the content of the spirit is only exposed to the point of where your heart being exposed. Come on, I want you all to stay with me. The content of the spirit that comes out of you is only to the point of the content that you allow your heart to be open. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So, So we have to understand what is going on. What is it that really what is what's really going on? Because if we don't understand, number one, what the issues of pain and the issues of heartache and the issues of unforgiveness, how many let me share, let me share. And this listen, this when pastor is saying this, I'm trying to bring you into a greater understanding. Are you hearing what I'm saying? 
But let me show you something. It is interesting to me in the church where we can see that people can say, I have not forgiven somebody. And I don't want to raise it. But how many of y'all say before, you know, even in God, you like, I, I don't know if I'm I'm forgiven. I, I really forgave or I'm, you know, I'm still battling with forgiveness. How many of you say that ever happened to you? My hand is up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm still working. Now, it's nothing wrong with you identifying that. The problem would be is if you're trying to conclude more of God without getting that healed. Because God never told you to bypass healing to get blessing. God never told you to bypass deliverance to get whatever you come in the church to get. So the question is, what are you here for if you keeping offense? Did, what, what are you trying to get from God? Y'all catching me? Because if you're looking for a relationship with me and not just my hand, you don't come in church saying, I, I'm coming to get, but I'm still angry. You're saying I want to grow deeper in relationship so I can give all of me to you. Are y'all getting me? Don't go quiet on me. Can you say amen? Uh, Pastor Jesus. Are you getting what I'm saying? So the reality of it is because we've not taught people that you are not coming here to conjoin and get principles for the succession of yourself, but you're coming to get principles that will govern your heart to give yourself more into him. And in him, all things are possible. In him, all blessings are possible. In him, all things are restored. So the question is, am I coming to be in him or am I coming to get something from him? Ah, y'all got to stay with me. Am I coming to receive from him or am I coming to be in him? Are y'all catching with me? I'm just laying the foundation. So you have to understand if we can't address the issues of the heart, we cannot start the conversation yet. People get very frustrated with me sometimes because they want to go in deep conversation and I start a certain way. Because if you can't be committed to the word of God, we don't have a conversation to start. I have to deal with you as an unbeliever. I deal with unbelievers differently than I deal with believers. But when it's a believer and, and running off at the mouth as if they know what they're talking about and they're telling me their own doctrine before I can even go deep in God, I got to make sure that you're committed to the word. So until I know you're committed to the word, I won't go into greater levels of information of God. You see how we're missing it? We're giving people uh, 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 um, uh, our pearls. We're giving people deep levels of God. And they, they can't even handle and they have not committed themselves yet even to him. But they have the language. Because how they came to him. We'll talk about coming to God in another time. But I want you to understand when you come to God, number one, the first qualification of coming to God is laying down your. Your life. And your. That's why we have to understand why even the doctrines of devil has even corrupted the manuscript of bringing people into salvation, because we tell people if you confess with your mouth. 
and believe in your heart, you will what? Be saved. Now, it's nothing wrong with that because if you confess with your mouth and believe it in your heart, you will be saved. But you got to understand the, the issues of the heart. Because I can either do that because I just needed to have, have a need. And all of us came to God with a need. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? But if I didn't come back to find out the purposes of God, to find out the content of God. Number one, it might have not been my problem because the person that brought me to salvation didn't start me off in discipleship. Right. They didn't teach me how to lay down my life. So I've been thinking I can keep my life and keep it. Keep my watch this, not his life, his confession. So are you saved by confession alone or are you saved because you lived in his life? You ask yourself that question. We, we I think we need to have a greater conversation. <laughs> so let, let, let's back up here. So what I'm trying to help you to understand is if the storyline of your heart don't change. If you haven't changed in the heart and I, I want you to understand something because the lie of people to say is, well, don't judge me. God is only God knows my heart. Wait, that is a big, biggest lie you can never hear. The reality of it is you doing what your heart is doing. Where does that come from? That, you know, I feel like people don't critically think that makes no sense. God knows where my heart is. No, God does know where your heart is. He's looking at your heart right now. As a man thinketh in his so is so you who is he is what you is in your so you're doing what's in your what are we talking about? I know I know I was a nasty at them, but don't get me. God knows my heart. Wait. I, I know what's in your heart too. You just showed it. So I want you to know, somebody say issues of the heart. I'm going to speed up a little bit for the sake of time. Now, when it comes to issues of the heart, if you don't have a revelation of forgiveness, somebody say a revelation of forgiveness. The, the, the issue that we're having is justification of pain. Somebody say justification of pain. It's nothing wrong with having pain. It's when you justify to keep the pain is the problem. I'm going to say that again. It's nothing wrong with having pain, but the problem becomes when you justify to keep the pain, it becomes the problem. Jesus knew it so much so that he told you to forgive our, us our debts as we forgive others their what? Debt. Now, what is a debt? What is it? I heard it. Something that is old. It's something that is what? So let me ask you something. When you hold unforgiveness, you're, you're holding what was old. Now, it's legitimately old. As parents, you owe your children some stuff. So if there's a rebellion in them, they have a legitimate rebellion. However, if they don't learn how to forgive the debt, it was a debt. God is saying, why should I forgive yours? Wow. 
There are people who 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 actually owe you something. They they, they there's something that they really owed you. Somebody say, how many of y'all say I've been owed some stuff in this? Come on, I I, I you know what? I, he put his hand up wide. I, I I've been owed some stuff in my life. I've been in pain. I've been in turmoil. They didn't love me right. They didn't they didn't serve me right. They didn't uh, uh, um, take care of me right. I was in abuse, misuse, neglect. They violated me. And what you have to understand is that is understandable by God. And God wants to heal that pain. God wants to deliver that pain. That's why he said, come to me. Somebody say, come to him. He said, don't you go past uh, um, um, uh, the, 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 the finish line? Don't you go past, what, what do they say? Go past what? Uh, uh, what? What is it? Go past go. Don't you go past nothing without getting healed first. I need you to understand, don't you go past with that pain. Because that pain is going to speak loud in different veins of you. Don't you pass go. You, uh, 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 uh. you want to talk about what? No, how about we go cry together and pray together that your heart be healed. You know, I'll be really trying to prepare deep messages and God like, Mm-mm. I think, OK. So this is where we're going to we're going to start right here. Are you all getting what I'm saying? Because if we don't understand this part, we this is why we're not changed. If anybody, if anybody's seen that we can have greater change in the body of Christ, I, I, do y'all believe that? For us to do that, we got to re-in, reinstitute what we're learning. Somebody say it starts with the heart. When you come to God, if you believe in your heart so you got to believe in your heart he is a reward of those who diligently see he, he is who he said he is he is the way the truth and the life you got to believe that in your heart but if you believe that in your heart that means you're going to learn how to get everything else outside of your are y'all getting me so you need to learn matthew six ten. Uh, through uh, 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 um, 10 says your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven and give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our what? Our debt. As we forgive our debtors, let me ask you something really quickly. Are you able to forgive your debtors? Now, before you say yes, now be careful with your yes. Y'all ready? Be careful with your yes. Because if you don't have the content of life in you, you can't forgive your debtor. Let me tell you something. Change doesn't come where death is still lying. That's why when people try to make people change without new information, I know they don't know what they're doing. Because you can't change without new life. It's the life of God that makes you change. So without new life, through new information, through revelation, you will never change to another realm. Oh, yeah, you hear what I'm saying? So forgive their debts. And you got to understand God wants us to forgive our debt choice. Are you hearing me? Let's go a little deeper. Watch this. Watch this. Ephesians 4.15. But speaking the truth in what? Speaking the truth in what? 
Now, how many of you are trying to speak truth today? But let me ask you, are you doing it in love? Or do you get angry? Now, we get angry. You know, I, I get angry. Are you flipping off in your anger? Because there's a difference between your anger and godly anger. There's a difference. Y'all hear what I'm saying? There's a difference between your anger and godly anger. God told you to do hate nothing. He just said hate what is wrong. So if you're hating what is wrong about something that's going on based on the spiritual aspects, you're in the right place. But if you're hating the person because of what they're saying, you're missing it. Are y'all getting what I'm saying? But speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into who? Him who is the what? Head of Christ, for whom the whole body is joined and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the effect of working by which every part does its share. Uh, cause the growth of the body for edifying of itself in what? Now, why are we, we read this and we don't know that we need the body to be edified in what? Love. Every joint. We can all grow up according to that heart issue. Are y'all hearing me? All right, here we go. This I say, therefore, I testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk at the rest of the Gentiles do in the fertility of their mind. Having their understanding darkened, being what? Alienated from the life of God because of the what? Ignorance that is in them because of the blindness in their what? Mm, so you can be blind in your heart. You can pray and be alienated from God. Alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in their heart. Are you getting what I'm saying? Who being past feeling have given themselves over to lawlessness to work all uncleanness and greediness, which means they don't have a desire after God. They don't have a uh, desire to end the will of God. They're only praying to get help for what they want to do. Just because you pray doesn't mean you're praying towards the will of God. And I make that distinction because prayer works and prayer is powerful. But we got to understand that if everybody's been praying like we're supposed to pray, there'll be things really happening. So we got to understand if the light that's in you is really darkness, how great is that? Is it possible to pray in darkness? You know, when things happen, just pray, just pray. You let me say this. You need to pray, but you also need to abide and submit to higher authorities of the body so you can learn because you really pray on the information that you hold. That's why people who tell people who are struggling to, 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 to only pray. It's not true. Because if they're only praying in their own understanding, they prayed last time. It's not working. So that means they only can pray circular in their understanding. So without new under, they can miss it again. Yeah, I, I, can can y'all think with me this morning? I, I'm I'm trying to think logically. I want to think spiritually. I'm trying to help you understand why we're circular in issue. Well, you know, you just got to keep praying. No, they quit praying. They tired of praying. How about you teach them why it's not working in their life? 
How about you understand and discern the levels of violations that's going on around them and things they're into that they might not understand? See, Christians, we have bought into this thing that we still believe we can do the good thing and not the spiritual thing. How many of you know that you don't make it to heaven because you did good things? I don't care how many people you serve. I don't care how much you do on the street. I don't care. That's why I tell you, I don't like. Listen, we do events, but until you learn to become the event, you missed it. You can give to the poor and still be on the side waiting to. Thank, thank you. Thank you for being my revelator over there. <laughs> you, you get what I'm saying? Because no, no, let me ask you this, because let me ask you something. Are you approved by what you do? Or are you approved by the spirit of God that leads you? So even if you feed the homeless and the spirit didn't lead you to do that, I'm not saying don't do that. But that was just a good thing. That don't mean God approved it. See, we, we think because we are doing good things that and see, the problem is whatever you're qualifying as good, it's in your own mind. Now, the danger of that, it might look like everything that's spiritual because it looks spiritual. In it, but there's a place where darkness is going to be so intertwined with what looks spiritual. Watch this. And now you're going to be hated. The spiritual person is going to be hated because they're going to think. Watch this. That good is bad and bad is good. Why? Because they started in their own confines of their own understanding. They started with qualifying good things. It's good that we're doing this. It's good. This is a good thing. But I want to ask you, did the spirit of God lead you to do that? And before we even talk about the spirit of God leading you, you don't even know if the spirit of God talking to you when you pray. We haven't even started. There we go again. We haven't even started from the beginning of understanding how to walk with God. But now you are the loudest voice talking about what you're going to do. That's good. Now. All right. Let me get y'all on here. See, the problem we're having is we are out of order and we don't know it. We lack honor in the body. Nobody cares about leaders. Nobody's looking for the prophetic voices of today. Nobody's looking for the apostolic voices of the day that tells God that you don't even care about him. Wow. But you grab something out there. It's called a doctrine of a devil. It's called the religion of the devil. Oh, if I can help you understand You'll grab something and masquerade it and you don't care who you're telling. How dishonorable is that in the eyes of God? Do you know the, the dishonor that's in the house? It comes from a house. How many of y'all say in houses dishonor has been masquerading high levels? But that's why you're looking at the church. Because it starts at home. That was the order of God. So when you see broken homes, you're always going to see broken. Ah, oh, Jesus. I, 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 so, so we can't even start with certain conversations. Everybody trying to talk high and loud. And I'm like, y'all missing it. These people are just acting out. Somebody say acting out. What does a child do when they're not understood? They do what? They fall out. It's not. They don't even listen. They, they act like they know what they're saying, but they don't even know what they're saying. They own the flow, acting out, saying a lot of stuff. And we we and we trying to strategize with them. No, they're just acting out. They need love. 
And the root of bitterness that's been working in them for the years and years and years, one event happened, now that thing has masqueraded as if that's the problem, it's not the problem. The problem started there. It's so interesting. It's called a root of bitterness. Somebody say, watch that root of bitterness. It's a scary thing to keep a root of bitterness. In fact, the Bible says if you continue to keep that root of bitterness, you can even fall from the grace of God. Let's go deeper. You know, there's so much that I want to say here. Having their understanding what? Darking. Somebody say understanding darken. Watch this. Alienated from the life of God, which means, watch this, watch this. They might have been on the road towards God. Hear me. Watch this. But what is he addressing? They're what? Under. What is he addressing? Which means you are saved because of what you understand. Jesus. (laughs) Write this down. You're saved based on what you understand of God, not just because you confess a God. The Bible says when you come with God, there is a by default an understanding because your spirit joins with his spirit. And there is an understanding that comes forth. So he's saying there's a problem with your understanding becomes darkened. We're going to go a little deeper here. Having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God. Because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart. And he's telling you why they, the, the, it's, it's darkened, because the blindness in their heart, which means their heart's been cauterized. It's been hard. It's been hit so much. It, it, it's been it's been traumatized so much. That's why I'm telling you, they're just acting out. They're kids, but they need help. They need listen. They need help. But kids who need help will scream out. Can we go deeper? Are y'all getting this? So, so, so you don't need to give deep information to kids. If you can slow them down and let them know you're not there to beat them, wait till they slow down. Watch their language change. Wait till you love on them. Why is that, isn't that interesting how they language change? So if there was a principle in you, you didn't believe what you were saying in the first place. It was just anger. Have you ever was angry and you said something? You say, I didn't mean that. (laughs) Now, let me ask you something. What in you made you say something which you didn't mean? (sighs) You know, I think America needs this message. What in you is saying things that you didn't mean? Why did you say it then? Are y'all getting what I'm saying? When you're immature, you say things that you don't mean because you were hurt in your heart. Now, this is what the devil does. Watch this. Watch this. The adversary loves to bring knowledge and doctrine to make you qualify your hurt that's in your heart. Ah, yeah, he's smooth. He's smooth. He's smooth. He's smooth. 
Because even if you're not showing fruits of the spirit, he's going to say it's okay because it's justified by the letter. So he'll bring the letter and show you why you justified in your hardness of heart. So he'll walk with you. He'll preach to you. He'll walk. He'll dance with you, march with you to make sure that you stay in a mental qualification and justification of why you should not be all love. Of why you should not be all love to all men. To, for why you should have a place of anger. Why you should be tired of, of, of what you should be tired. Somebody say self-justification. Yeah. Now let me ask you something. How tired do you get if, if you're not walking in your strength? Why are you tired? Ah, if it, you know what, you know, so interesting. There was this big man of God and I got access to the back room and I, I always understood like he do three, four meetings. OK, but, you know, the way I was raised in the, the, the leadership that I not now, but what I was under, you know, they talk after you sling, you preach. Uh, at one message, you be you go home, you do like you, you just out of there. You understand? You woe out. You, you're just done. You know, you don't slung, snotting, sweating, all kind of stuff. And I understand. I'm like, he's doing like three, four meetings, you know, hours at a time. I'm like, how does he do that? And, 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 and so one day I was in the back room and somebody asked the question, how do you do so many meetings? He said, you know, the preaching that they do here, they do it in their own strength. I said, I'm, I'm out of here. They haven't learned how to do it in the grace in the strength of God. I said, man, I'm about to, I'm about to throw my shoes. I've been slaying and sweating. And it's not saying, now I want you to understand, because when you're operating in the gift or you're operating in the spirit of God, it's not saying that you're, you, there's not a depletion of the body. Okay. But there shouldn't be such a wall out if you're not using your own strength. You're not trying to rev it up. Ah! And there's nothing wrong with that. But but I want to know, are you are you speaking by the grace of God, by the spirit of God? Are you giving me are you giving me the testimonies of you? All right, let's back up out of there. That's why Paul said, I came, watch this. He was trying to show us that. That's what he was talking about. He said, I came to you in weakness. And burden. So so you not put your with the, 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 your strength, your trust in the wisdom of what man, but in the that's what he was talking about. He was telling you, I didn't come with a testimony. I didn't just go home and study a scripture to tell you I came so you can hear the power of God. Are y'all getting what I'm saying? All right. So there's an understanding that's dark and when our hearts are hardened, somebody say, get your heart delivered. Now, the problem with the hard heart, uh, and, and, and we, we address, he said, listen, because they couldn't, their understanding, somebody say understanding. Now, if you go to Romans 1, 24, 28, okay, the Bible says, wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts, do, do uh, excuse me, 
to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a what? They changed the truth of God into a into a lie and worship and serve the creator more than the creator, the creature. I'm sorry, the creature more than the what who blessed forever. Amen. For this cause. For what cause? Which cause? And then they turn they they, they turn. Uh, 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 the, the truth of God into a lie. Yes, yes. They turned the truth. For this cause, God gave them up to vile affections, for even their women did not uh, did change their natural use into which is against nature. And likewise, also the men leaving their natural use of the woman burned in their lusts one towards another. Men with men working with uh, is unseemly and receiving in themselves the recompense, re recompense, excuse me, of their error, which was met. And even as they did not like to retain God in their what? Now, I just told you that there's a there has to be a retaining. So just because you started don't mean you retained it. Retained in their knowledge, God gave them over to a what? A reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Are you considering what a reprobate? Let's go deeper. <laughs> we got to go deeper here because we got to get out of here. Are y'all getting anything out of this? I, I, I want you to know. Uh, I, I, I want you to know that God is trying to deal with deal with the issues of the heart. He's trying to deal with the issues of your compromise. Why are we compromising with voice? You know how I know we're compromising because we're still upholding ideologies and thought patterns that are not in the Bible. It's not according to the word of God. How many of you know? Y'all ready to go here? Come on. We, I told you we, we got to go here because I, I need to help you help you this morning. How many of you know? Let me read the scripture here. Let, let's do this. Second Timothy three sixteen. Now, how many of you believe we need the scripture? How many of you know this is the foundation that we run from? Second yeah. Timothy three sixteen says seventeen. All scripture is given by the inspiration of who? Which means you don't understand scripture outside of inspiration. You write that down if you like. And if it's profitable for doctrine and reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, for instructions what? Also, oh, you need instructions, although you're righteous in God. Okay. That the man of God may be complete, truly equipped for every good work. Now, let me ask you this question. How in the world can you do a good work outside of this? I thought we were doing a good thing. So when, I, when we check with the scriptures, we say, uh, but you don't understand. Wait, how can you do any good work outside of the scripture? Are, are y'all catching me? So if somebody check you on your doctrine, 
according to what you're doing and you can't qualify and quantify it according to the scripture, what are you doing? Or let me ask you something. Is it really that you think you're doing something good or are you just crying out? Are you acting out? I, I, I started with this saying pain is deep because pain doesn't care what you think until it gets healed. It doesn't even care what God thinks. Unless the wall and somebody bring the true gospel and get them to a place where they can have an ear to hear. Are y'all hearing me? So he's saying, listen, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. And it's proper doctrine, which means your doctrine can't be perfected outside of the scripture. And I just told you, you can't understand the scripture outside of the inspiration of what? God, correction, instruction, and righteousness. How do y'all know? How many of y'all know nobody want to be corrected today? And you understand? Nobody, nobody want. The Bible says those who love correction are wise. If I don't know something, I'm like, hey, I ask my apostle stuff straight. I'm saying, hey, what, what is this? I need to know. If anybody don't know, I go to the next person. I need to know. I pray, I pray, I pray. Let me tell you something. What you don't seek for, you won't find. That's a principle. I'm going to leave you there. That a man of God may be complete through every good work, which means you can never be complete to do any work if you're not doing it according to the word of God. Oh, you hear what I'm saying? Now, I want you to understand something really quickly. Let's read this. I'm going to fix something real quick. Acts 17, 26 through 28. And he has made from one blood every what? Come on, we're going to read the scripture. He's made from how many blood? One blood. Who made it? God. We all have what? One blood. From every what? Nation. Of men. To dwell on the face of the earth and has determined their pre. Somebody say that word for me. Pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwelling so that they should seek the Lord. So that they should what? So that they should what? Okay. In hope that they might grow for him and find him. Though he is not far from each one of us. So we have made and are made of one blood. But you judge. You judging skin? Who made you? Who made your brother? See, the problem we think is we think we're different races. And the Bible never said that. Once again, it's the doctrine of a devil. How many of you know we're one race? We're one ethnos. It's, it's ethno, ethnic. We're one. We're one. We're different ethnic, excuse me, one race. Different ethnic, ethnos. That means different cultures, different things. But God does that to make sure to see if you really love. I'm going to give you difference to see if you don't. If, see, you, I, I can always like it. See, we love church folk. Yay! 
We all together. We love culture, black culture. Hey, but God is saying, I know you're going to love that because y'all hang out together. But let me bring something different. I'm going to bring a difference and see how you act with them. And then I'm going to see if you can forgive their debts. Oh, but and I'm going to check if you believe you saved yourself. Because if you believe you saved yourself, that means you're holding the qualification of your life that you have. But if you want to judge something, now I want you to understand that we're going to do the judge game. Y'all ready? Watch this. If you want to play the judge game, we can play that game. But know that you're going to be judged according to the law. If you want to play that game. Well, you know, you just don't understand. Oh, gee, uh, the Bible is telling you if you're going to play judge game, we can play that, but you're going to be judged according to the law. Y'all got quiet on me. All right, Lord Jesus. Can you say hallelujah? hallelujah? Which means anything that I retrace back to the old. Isaiah 43, 18, 19. Do not remember the what? Former things. Don't remember the what? Former things, nor consider the things of the what? Who's considering old stuff? Are we made new in Christ right now? Don't you get forgiven now in the now of God? How many of you know there's a now of God? So even if you mess up yesterday, why do you believe that you can be forgiven for today, but you can't forgive nobody else from? Oh, so you judging sin. Are y'all getting it now? You see why it's dangerous to go from your own understanding. But pain don't know it's in its own understanding, nor does it care because it's just acting out. Because it haven't found a deliverer. It's acting out and it's been acted towards. So it's tired of people acting. Uh, have you ever felt like everybody's just acting? Everybody acting. Yeah, yeah. They just acting, acting, acting. And you, what, what do we say? Nobody is real. Yeah, come on, y'all, y'all ain't rolling with me this morning. You, what do we say? Nobody is what real. So pain is acting out, and it's saying nobody is real. Everybody acting out. So it's going to continue to act out until it finds real. That's why I tell you, as a man of God, a woman of God, everything that you do in the face of somebody that's trying to believe your God, they're judging it. But you didn't know. And you justify your behavior. But you didn't know they was hanging on the last God that you have, even though they was against you. I'm going to leave that. We'll leave that for another time. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall bring forth. God is doing a new thing. Somebody say he's doing a new thing. Shall you not know it? Shall you not know it? I will even make the road in the wilderness and the wow. river. But, yes. but, but wait, wait, wait. I thought somebody could hold you back. I thought the wilderness, it put people put you that nobody can do nothing with you. Y'all still like me? I'm just giving you the word of God. I thought if God be before you, who can be? So which one are we going to believe? 
whose reports are you considering? Whose reports are you considering? Are you considering the justice in you? Or are you considering the justice of Christ? If you bring your own justice, you got to justify yourself when you go, when it's all over. Are y'all getting what I'm saying? But if you were saved by the just of God, who gave you the right to code your own justice? All right. Are y'all getting anything in here? He's made one blood. Somebody said one blood. Galatians 3.28. I'm going to run through this. There is neither Jew or Greek. There's neither bond or free. There's neither male nor female. For ye are one in. You're what? One in Christ. There is no Greek or Jew. We are all one in what? Christ. But pastor, you don't understand. What don't I understand? Your Bible says we are one in what you're trying to make me understand is you're acting out of pain. What I'm not understanding is that I'm allowing you to speak ahead of your pain. That's unresolved. Can you say man? God wants to heal pain. But you can't see through the lens of God where pain is still being manifested as the heightened in your life. Because it's easy to be triggered. How much does it take to trigger you? How much does it take to trigger you? I want you to ask yourself right now, how much does it take to trigger me? And let me tell you something. If you have a trigger that can be triggered, that means the devil knows how to micromanage your behavior. If there is a possibility that you can be triggered, it means the adversary knows how to micromanage your behavior. Have you ever started your day off good and somebody called you with some foolishness and messed up your whole day? That means you have a trigger that you haven't allowed God to heal. So you watch this, watch this. By default, you are a victim of society because you live, you're still living in the world and like the world. Be not of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you can prove. Who are you proving it to? You ain't proving it to God. Oh, Jesus. I, I'm, I'm trying to. You, you got to understand pain speaks louder than truth when you're still holding on to it. Because you're still acting out. You're really not listening. You're looking for justification. Watch this. Because you haven't found the Savior that can love you enough in that pain. That's why vulnerability in God is so important. This is why. 
if you can't learn to be vulnerable with God, how much more are you going to give to man? Man is just a stepping stone to provoke you into the arms of God. This is why encounters with God will give you levels of governance with what he has and desires for your life. Somebody say encounters. Because with every encounter, that means the heart opened another level. Are y'all getting this? So God is saying, if you be in Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Whoever comes to Christ, whoever, all who come to Christ, we're made one in Christ. That's one blood. So let me help you out with something. Now, don't get offended. You ready? It's nothing wrong with saying something like black lives matter. But the reality of it is. The fact that it ends that black lives matter, who are you talking to, number one? And who are you trying to get to understand that? Because I don't understand that black lives matter because you told me. I can hear y'all in the spirit. Well, it's doing some change. I, I, I know. I heard you. I heard you. I heard, it just it flew up just like that. See, but we, no, let, let, me, let me help y'all up with something. Although it can bring change, what I'm not saying is the change that it's bringing. What I'm saying, the system that's being instituted, why it's bringing it. And if you don't understand, if you qualify the change for what's bringing it, you're missing the whole intent of what God is trying to do. So what I'm saying is if your view is still looking at people's skin color, you have missed it. If you still don't see that Christ, if I be lifted up, I am the only one who can draw men to myself. I did not tell you to draw up black people. I didn't tell you to draw up white people. I didn't tell you to draw up. I said, if you go on the streets, you want to say something, don't say black lives matter. Say Christ life matters. Because even if they believe you in the moment, they won't hold it. Because pain is going to come back and speak louder than the truth. So if you're still highlighting black lives, you're missing Christ's life. That's all right. I'll get five more emails. Oh, yeah. That show gave me a couple of things. But you have to understand, this is why God is building you a backbone. Because you have to be willing to handle. Listen, today we're in a different world. Let me tell you the spirit. Watch this. Let me tell you the spirit of hate. Let me tell you the spirit and the doctrine of a devil. Watch this. Watch this. If you are a Christian and you hate what somebody is saying and you 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 disconnect with them because of what they're saying, you really didn't have the fruit. You didn't have the spirit of God. That, that wasn't the spirit of God, which means by default, you're working from a demonic spirit. Are you all hearing what I'm saying? You, you see how we are getting so desensitized to this language? That we are even, watch this, considering other things. 
Abraham considered nothing else. Paul considered nothing else. God is saying, what are you considering? What, are you, what is this consideration that you're bringing in? Are you considering what maybe? What are they, what, what's going on? Are you changing? Are you changing your understanding? Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? I'm going to give you one more. Is that me or you? I'm going to go up. Go up for me. Are y'all being blessed by this? Stop right there, actually. James 1, 2, 2, 8. Thank you for adding the ease. No, I'm joking. James 1, 2, 8. Watch this. My brother, count it all joy when you fall in what? Various trials. Count it all what? Count it all what? Joy. How many know that we are having a trial in, in the world today? But it's interesting. God said count it all joy. Watch this. Knowing that the testing of your what? Your faith produces what? Patience. But let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If anyone lacks wisdom, which means, watch this, if you're not counting all joy, that means you're lacking something. If you're not counting it all joy in trials, that means there is something that's possible that the adversary can use against you on earth. I'm going to say that again because I, I don't think y'all thinking with me. He's saying count it all joy when you fall in trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. And then he says, but let patience have its perfect word that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So what he's saying is if if you are not counting all joy in trials. That means you're not keeping the perspective of Christ Jesus crucified. Which means there's a possibility that the adversary can rampage you with something that you don't feel like that you have been made perfect, lacking nothing. Which means there's still something that you think that the world can get you. I hope y'all reading through the lines here. If you lack what? Wisdom. So the issue is not people. The issue is what? Don't blame people. The issue is what? Your wisdom. If you like wisdom, let him ask of who? God, who gives it all liberty without reproach. And it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith. Let him ask what? Now, let me ask you something. If I have faith, but a broken conscience. Let's keep going. Here. I'm going to show you. With no doubting. Somebody say no doubting. Now, what does doubting look like? You know, I, I, I want to keep stopping here. For he who doubts is like a wave in the sea and tossed in the wind. For let not that man suppose he will receive anything from the Lord. He is what? Double-minded and he is unstable in all his. Now, let me ask you something. The Bible says if you pray in double-mindedness, what are you getting? He is double-minded, which means, watch this, watch this. How did he get to this point? They started to consider other things. 
and there was something that was possible that can complete them. What in this life that you feel that can complete you to get you to your next step? You know, even when I, you know, I used to vote because I, 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 I can get a tax cut and I didn't care about the laws. Yeah, I used to be like that. I think a lot of people still like that. You know, God, God, God is looking at you like, what are you, what are you doing? So your need becomes the greatest rather than his divine purpose and will. So you don't care. You, you don't. We don't care about God's laws when it comes to our pain points. Wow. Our desire points. That's why we can talk about God when we're here. But as soon as we get into another level of phase. Even if a man of God says something, you will look at him with contempt. Because in that area, pain even speaks louder than the God, the voice of God. Wow. Wow. So when it comes to the order of the body, the even believers don't even care of the oracle and the. The they don't care about honor according to the word of God. It's so interesting and it's so sad that we think this is all that's going on. And we're on the lowest level in the earth realm. You know, I, I'm, I'm invited in rooms with apostles and, and calls in apostles, and they know all kinds of things behind the scenes. But everybody running crazy on the earth realm. You have no idea. And the danger of the danger of having no idea, but talking as if you do, is showing your commitment to God. But let me encourage you, because some of y'all looking like this. This ain't encouraging, Pastor. I, you know, I just, I'm just trying to get it. <laughs> so, so what, what I want y'all to understand, how many, how many y'all know? How many y'all know God wants to heal your heart, <laughs> boy? I, if I had to come, y'all see your face like, <laughs> you, you gonna keep going in this? <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm, I'm gonna stop right here. I, I'm gonna give you one, one last thing here. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. How many of you know? You can put it on something, Nanjo. I'm done. Ah, Tarabase, Tarabai. First John three fifteen. Did, did my did my 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 screen stop? First John three sixteen. I'm gonna just read it. Three fifteen. Whoever hates his brother is a murderer. And you know that no one murders have eternal life abiding in him. No one who murders what has eternal life in him. He said, whoever hates his brother, not whoever murdered his brother. Go go down. Find First uh, John in that that passage. Whoever what? So God looks at even at your hate as murder. He didn't even wait for you to do the act. He said even if you hate him, 
And he said they don't have eternal life abiding in him. By this we know love because he laid down his life for us. And we also to lay down our life for the brethren. But whoever has this world's goods and sees his brother in need and shuts his heart from him, how does the love of God abide in him? Now, I'm going to stop right there, okay? And God is wanting us to know that because he laid down his life, he showed love because of what he did toward you, although you didn't deserve it. The only way that you show you're of God is if you are laying down something, even when people don't deserve it. It's called the fruit of the. So if you're not laying anything down, your feelings, your wants, your desires to show a brother him. You're still in the justice of yourself. My question to you is, God. Listen, God is telling you, listen, second Peter says uh, in one uh, three. As his divine power has given us all things pertaining to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who has called us to his eternal glory and virtue. Which means life and godliness in all things pertaining to what? All things pertaining to life and godliness is in him. It's where? God wants to heal your heart. He wants to heal your heart. If you look for a deliverer without being healed, you're going to act out. Uh, I hope y'all hear me what I'm saying. If you're looking for anything else before you stop with God and start with God for healing, you're going to act out. A kid acts out because they're not, they feel like they're not being understood. When they are understood, there's a calmness because there is a oneness. Which means every area of our life, we're still acting out. Watch this, even in perversion, even in anger, it's still an act out. Watch this. It's a place in you that's not understood. But God is saying, if you allow me in that room. The reason why you can't even understand what what people are saying when they say and and, and ends with me. This is the danger. They're not saying it ends with anything else. They're saying, listen, it ends in Christ Jesus. And you're mad. Who are you really mad at? Think about that. Who are you really mad at? It means something in you is mad at God. And you don't know the adversary in you, the spirit that's behind it is really mad at God in you. It's really not you. Because the spirit in you, in that anger, between within that anger, is actually at an enrage against God. That's why the Bible says a corner mind is enmity against God. Which means everywhere I'm operating in a carnality space and place. The Bible says it's against God. Stand to your feet if you can. Hallelujah. Excuse me. My prayer 
is that we can move on from this place onto greater things in the love of God and the glory of God. But I want you all to understand, even you who are ministering to people, who are talking to people, don't pass up the heart issue. I, I see believers all the time, you're over-talking. It's too much. They don't need all that. They're, you can't even start with them. You know, I was on a call, and, and, and these people was going and going and going, and I texted a guy, and I called him, and I said, hey, you're going too far. You all, listen, you're fighting flesh with flesh. Why even start there? You can't even start there. I, before I even can start with you that on, on a godly level, I need to know that you're committed to God. Because if you ain't committed to God, what are we talking about? Now, if you're not committed to God, that's a different conversation. I can't start. We, I can't bring. I can give you five scriptures. You don't care. You're going to listen, but you really don't care. So I'm faked out because you might be deacon so-and-so. I'm faked out because you might be minister so-and-so. I'm faked out because you've been in the church for the last 20 years. But you don't care because there's deep-rooted pain when you're 15 years old that was unaddressed. And that is what's speaking out, not this issue. This issue has happened many times. I promise you it's not this. There's an agenda. But besides what's happening out there, if you're not happy in here, you are going to be waiting for the next best thing to lead you on. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? It's in heart. If you don't, uh, you're going to be discipling people. If you are trying to discern beyond the heart, you missed it already. Because the problem with people today is, and what you got to understand is, there are intellectuals who don't have a, the right heart of God. They'll beat you, watch it, they'll beat even you in Greek, in Hebrew. But when you come to the content, it's not there. Well, how you don't understand this, but you understand that? What happened? Because you can be puffed up in knowledge, but not edified in love. Which means knowledge outside of edification. It's broken. So you don't need to come here and only hear a, a message. That, uh, and I can go into the Greek and the Hebrew and high level because it won't do anything for you. You're going to put it on yourself when you get home. But if you don't feel the girth of God saying, I need more of your heart. I need more of you. I need you to stop telling me what to do in you. I need you to stop holding the heighten of your own license. I need you to stop telling me to shut up when I want to talk to you about your problems. I want you to stop justifying because you pray. No, no, I'm trying to. I, I, I told you to stay with here. You, you, you just justifying because you're doing the work. Works won't save you here. I want you. I love you. I love you that much. Somebody says, by his grace. Pain. 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 Will make responses predictable. That's not of God. 
I think the hardest thing, and if you're in Christ Jesus and you're walking by the spirit, I think the hardest thing for believers today is like, why are people justifying the stuff that they're putting out there? Like, have y'all asked that question? It's like, how can anybody do that? You understand? It's like, how does Christians do that? Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's just mind boggling. But those who haven't been sold on God yet and still maybe the world, they consider other things. They're, they think that you're crazy. Now, remember what spirit they're working in, because remember, in the last days, they're going to call good evil and evil good, which means your gospel is going to actually be evil to them. Get ready. That's why I tell you, I'm getting emails. You know, what? this gospel is evil to them. So they think it's me saying something, but I'm taking them to the scripture, but they don't. They're hating the scriptures. I died to this life. You can't beat me up. I'm, I tell you, if I'm wrong, tell me through the word. I don't mind saying I'm wrong, but I need you to tell me through who we say we believe. But if you don't want to come here and you want to just have a conversation, you're in the wrong place. I have to categorize you in the world. And with the world, we got to preach deliverance. You're not ready to read it. I got to motivate you by preaching it. And there's a way to do that. That's why people who you tell just go read the Bible to get God, they don't get it. I've been reading the Bible. She told me to go read the Bible. I've been reading it and I don't get it. I know why you don't get it. Because they did. Watch this. Watch this. They didn't build your desire first. They put you in system outside of desire. Because God never told you to come after him in, in a seat place. That word really means desire him. Just like you desire your TV shows. You all in. But God is saying you don't desire me. You're doing it just you know, you'll miss heaven. But I never say nobody going to heaven because they were scared. Ah, uh, Jesus. I didn't say you're going to come with me because you were scared of me. That's what the other guy did. He said, I knew you was a man that, that, that I didn't use none of your gifts. God, I know you. I know. I know you. Oh, really? Oh, you were scared of me. You know what? Guess what? Get out of here. I never told you he was coming to me because you were scared. God don't want you to be scared. In fact, he said you only repent because you know his love. How I many of y'all know that don't change? So you don't change people by what you say. You change people by what you really portray through the life of him. Because if we change people by what we say, that means the body of Christ worldwide, this world will be different. So that tells you there's something wrong with what we're saying and what we're giving. But if we don't start with this heart issue. Where the blind leads the blind. They're falling. God will give you license to read somebody's heart. Sometimes people don't need to know anything. They need to be comforted. Are y'all getting what I'm saying? You think they're battling with knowledge. That's not their problem. They're mad at their dad. It's showing up as they trying to figure out God. 
I wish, you know, I really want to do it. I'm going to have to do a class on this because we don't understand. We don't know the language of pain, but you're called to deal with pain. For the spirit of the Lord has. It's upon me to do what? Deal with pain. But Christians are running from pain. That don't match with what I believe. Ah! Are you called to believe for you only? Or are you called to deliver what you have to the person? Let me ask you, what are you called to do? What are you here for? You are going to be a Christian for you? Or are you here to walk in the light so others can run to the light? Whether saved or unsaved, they can run to the light. Don't take no other consideration of no other doctrine or gospel. I don't care what. Some of us need to turn off social media. Turn it off for a month. Because we're even man. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Can I, are y'all okay with this? You know what people are really doing? They're manufacturing other people's pain. It's called artificial pain. They're taking on somebody else's pain that's adding to their unres unresolved pain of their daddy issues, mommy issues, pain issues. Oh, yeah, I'm not, you, you get what I'm saying? Because it's all adding up. The issue was not the body. It wasn't God. The issue was pain. You're in pain. If you're in pain, you need healing. Stop there. Stop there. Don't go past school because pain, people in pain will bring others in pain, even if they're trying to do it right. It comes out by default. It's an aroma. You, you, you ever, you, you know, you, you ever been around somebody and say, what's wrong with you? You ain't have to say nothing. Watch it. See, this is what we don't understand. You, you know, have you ever been around somebody and say, what's wrong with you? You ain't say nothing. What are they feeling? They're feeling, a, a, there's a person, there's something upon you. There's an environment, there's an atmosphere upon you. Which means if that can be an environment and atmosphere upon you, the same way God can be upon you. So pain, God is saying, I want to take it. If you can learn to stay in the presence of the almighty God, you will go further, further, further than you've ever been in your life. You know the secret, the secret to growth? Watch this. Stand in the spirit. But how do you stand in the spirit? The Bible says stand in the love of God. It's that hard and that's easy. You know why I say it's that hard and that easy? Because in our minds, we think that's simple. So you know how pastors here, he go telling this love stuff. But if I ask you to do it for two weeks, you'd be like, Pastor, you, know, you get what I'm saying? Why? Because stay in the love of God. Hold to the love of God. And you will not fulfill the lust of the faith. And you will not fulfill nobody needing to fulfill you. Y'all hear what I'm saying? You might have to go alone and feel alone, but you're not alone. God has to show you that. I'm going to pray. 
I want to pray for you that wherever you are in your life, whether it's issues of the past, whether it's father, mother issues, whether it's abuse, misuse, neglect, whatever it is that's continually to cycle in you. God is saying, I need to get that from you. You're not built to carry it, nor are you built to keep it. And when I get that from you, I can get more of your heart. Because right now that has your heart. Right now that has you. Lift your hands really quickly. Turn it up for me. Jesus. I come that you might have life and have it life more abundantly. God is trying to build you up. Some of you in these last days, people will attack. People will not like you, but you're going to have to learn to stand the love of God. You can't be people pleasers in these days. I'm going to say that again. If you are people pleasers, if you are culture pleasers, you cannot stand in it. You will not stand in these days. They're going to tell you that you're evil because you don't want to walk with them. But God is saying either you walk with them or you come up with me. I don't know about you, but I choose the latter. I'm walking with God. Whether you like me or not, God said, take off the gloves, son. It's time to swing. We're going to swing that people can be saved. You're going to save some, but you're not the other. But as long as I can touch somebody with this gospel. You know, the scripture gets me when he says, listen, to live is Christ. That, ah, yeah, that, you know, that blesses my soul. He said, there's nothing else. To live is Christ. I only live because to live is Christ. And if I even die, it's just gain. Can you tell God, yes, where to live is Christ and to die is gain? Are you sold out to this gospel? Are you sold out to this God? Are you sold out to the love of your soul? Are you still considering things of the world? Are you still considering people's opinions? Are you still considering people's cultures? Are you still considering people's ethnic groups? Are you still considering the pain of your past? God is saying, listen, behold, I do a new thing in your life. Come out of that pain place. Come out of that system. Come out of that cycle. Come on, I want you to take your mind to a next level. I need you to step up in your mind right now. Come on, I want you to take a step forward. I take a step in my mind. I go forward in my mind. I'm coming out of this place. I come out of this place. Don't you cycle in the same place. You got to move forward. We give you praise, God. We give you praise, God. It is your time. It is your time. It is your time. God is releasing a grace of boldness on, upon every single one of you right now. 
He's releasing a spirit of boldness upon you. He's releasing confidence upon you. He said you will not be a victim anymore. You will not be a victim anymore. I don't care what they're saying. You're going to stand and know that I'm God. I don't care what your family says. You're going to stand and know that I am God. I don't care what your friends say. They can like you or hate you. You're going to know that I am God. Jesus. 